welcome to another awesome episode of the Wealthy Sports Lounge. Uh, co-host Tyler is back here from vacation. Happy to be back. And of course, as always, joined by my good friend, Justin. How are you tonight, buddy? Hey, man, I'm doing great. I love the way you led the show off. It's uh, it's great. How was Hawaii, by the way? So good, man. I, I literally, uh, I think we got to the airport. Um, I spent it was in and out from the rental place and I shit you not maybe an hour into my trip. I'm like, I'm settled. I'm going to move here. (laughs) It was awesome. How Um, long do you have to stay to establish residency there? That's a good, well, I mean, it's, it's in the U S right. So I I don't know. I don't know, but um, man, there, there wasn't a bad moment there. I I take that back. The, The fact that, basically top speed anywhere on the island is like 35 miles an hour <laughs> that things sucked. move a little slow there it, it, no question i mean to go 10 miles it took 45 minutes but mm. um it was awesome man and and it's it's it, you go into the ocean it's like it's like getting into the hot tub man it, it was 85 degrees in the water i mean i lived on lake michigan all my life and it doesn't matter how hot the weather is it's it's freezing cold every you expect time, your nuts so. to freeze off every time 100%. you jump into lake michigan yeah i, so I have a i have a 90 degree policy about lake michigan is like if it absolutely. ain't 90 i'm not getting in so not a chance <laughs> and, and it was you know the, the girls had a great time we got to do a lot of uh of cool experiences while we we're there and uh got to see uh the pro bowl stadium uh mm. that is definitely in the dumps, but it was kind of, cool to see. <laughs> I don't know how anybody wouldn't want the pro bowl and why it's free. I, I'm sure after you do it 10 times, it's probably loses some of its luster, but um, man, I, I definitely highly recommend it to anybody that hasn't gone. Go. It's All awesome. Right. Sounds good. Did any, did anybody call you a Howley? No, no, <laughs> no, but I definitely got a lot of shit from, I, I, uh, there was Seahawks fan, there was Vikings fan. Uh, cause you know, I was repping my stuff. While yeah. I was there, oh, for so. sure. <laughs> Packers Homer uh, over here. You know it. Uh, so that no, no weird names. Everybody was super cool. I mean, um, and we, we got all over the Island. We went out into the, to the sticks of Hawaii, which was really cool. Did some jungle hiking for some waterfalls and, uh, climbed a mountain. Yeah. So it was, it was, it was a good time. That's I, I awesome, told the man. kids after doing that, I don't ever want to hear a complaint about I'm tired again. Cause I know yeah. you can do it. So yeah, <laughs> no, that's great. So we're going to get right into it. Um, you know, you've had so much time like on airlines and stuff, like what else, what better to do than to just sit around and watch hard knocks on a, on a 12 hour flight from Honolulu to LAX. Like yeah, how right. did you fly out of LAX or did no. you go through Phoenix? No, we did. Uh, it was Denver actually. Oh, okay. Uh, on, on the way out there. Um, so yeah, did uh O'Hare sorry. to Denver to okay. Honolulu. And then on the way back, it was a direct flight. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, which was was super nice. It was all overnight. So the kids got the kids got to sleep. I I I use that very uh specifically because I, I got zero sleep out there. <laughs> um and then all of course all of us got sick. Uh once we got back and breathing all that recycled air on that plane, uh, every single one of us got it. Um, yeah, they almost missed their first day of school, but fortunately, uh, made them tough it out. Oh, <laughs> like, uh, you tested negative for for COVID. You're just you're just gonna go getting, get everybody getting sick. to school. Build That's up those quality parroting right there. We love to see it. <laughs> so anyway, let's get on with the show. So um, let's talk a little hard knocks. So yeah, I, you know, I've never actually sat down and watched like a full season of hard knocks. Like it's been around for eight. This is the 18th season. Mm -hmm. And there've been a lot of 
typically they they feed they end up featuring a team that didn't make the playoffs the pre the previous year um a, a lot of times it ends up being a team with some drama going on like the mm-hmm. browns um the year prior was the oh fudge i don't even remember the year prior but um i know the ravens were back on it in the early 2000s they were one mm-hmm. of the original teams to do it the jets with rex ryan that was a legendary season it's fun um so much fun so um, I was really excited to get a behind the scenes look at the Detroit Lions because the number one question I had going into episode one was, is this going to be the same dumpster fire that Detroit Lions fans have been relegated or relegated to for the past? I don't know, forever. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have any major takeaways uh, to answer that question? Yes or no, um, based on what you've seen so far? No, uh, and and I don't think I, I necessarily expected that, especially um you know, anybody that's been a long time listener to the show, we've, we've been very high on this, this whole new regime. And, uh, you know, the only thing that I can tell you is, uh, I'm only two episodes in, so I'm a little bit behind, but man, Dan, Dan Campbell, it, it, it is very apparent why every single player wants to go to go play for him. I mean, yeah. I would run through a freaking wall. I, I'm a Packers fan and, yeah. and I'm, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid of Dan Campbell. <laughs> um, you know, guys guys are great motivator uh that whole coaching staff i mean like aaron glenn and deuce daily mm-hmm. that was that was a fun back and forth that was amazing uh, <laughs> it was just like they're they're still playing um but i i think the staff uh, they're doing so many things right with that organization which is it's great to see you know it's not the um you know dumpster fire and dumpster fires of course typically create ratings but uh they're they're doing things the right way and i i am pumped if, if i'm a lions fan I'm I'm very, very much so uh, high on the Lions this year. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, for those of you who don't know, Aaron Aaron Glenn and Deuce Saley, both former NFL players, I believe. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know if there's a coach on the staff that didn't play in the league. Mark um, Brunel, quarterback, was is on staff. I mean, it, top to bottom. Yeah, and, and that's Antoine Randall, L wide receiver coach. Love you know, he's he's been great in the series. Um, so, but what I loved the most about that is that the offensive in, in Deuce Daly, he's not the OC. I didn't realize this until the most recent episode. He's Mm -hmm. the assistant head coach, but he's the running backs coach. Mm -hmm. Um, but he, and, um, the defensive coordinator in practice, like they were talking shit, like players talk shit during the game, (laughs) like unbelievable level of shit talking by the coaching staff Mm -hmm. to each other about their teams. That was such an interesting dynamic that I just absolutely love to see. It creates a lot of, a lot of, um, friction and and competitiveness in a, in a good way, I think. Um, and, and I think it goes a long way to have these, uh, all these former players who've been through this countless times uh, with training camp and know how miserable it is. And it was awesome to see Dan Campbell out there doing, doing burpees with, with the team. And, uh, you know, uh, that, that's the kind of stuff that endears your team to, 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 to the leadership there. And uh, um, I, I just think there's so highly of, of him and who knows, you know, maybe they completely flame out, but uh, this, this may be the most fun, Lions team that I can I can remember probably since Megatron. Yeah, absolutely. And you think about um Dan Campbell, it's it's almost it almost appears like he he has like a like a big Lebowski like 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 the dude like persona mm-hmm. about him if you've seen the big Lebowski. Mm-hmm. But like he like you said it, 
there's just something about him that makes you want to play for him. Mm -hmm. Like I'm sitting on my couch watching this thinking like, man, I would love to have a coach like this because it just seems like there's, there are coaches out there that are going to be better schematically than he is the Mm -hmm. Matt LaFleur's the, the Kyle, Kyle Shanahan's the, you know, the bill Belich, maybe, maybe bill Belichick. Yeah, probably. But I don't know if there's a coach in the league that knows how to read a room better than he does. Mm-hmm. Dumbass. <laughs> where did that come from? That was my drop? bad. It was the wrong. It was the wrong. Day. Were you trying to hit this one? Up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. It was that one. Yep. That's the one you're trying for. Um, Sorry, guys. I just loaded it. I'm, I'm still figuring out where shit is. <laughs> Um, <laughs> producer Joe forgot to leave the instruction manual for Tyler <laughs> on his way out. Instructions for dummies. <laughs> uh, so he, you got it. Like the fact that he can be so serious mm-hmm. and so like, we're like, we're going to fuck you up and mm-hmm. we're going to have grit and we're going to do this, that, and the other. And then out of nowhere, he'll just be like, Hey, Hutch, get up here and sing. <laughs> and then it just like Damn it geez. sets the tone for the entire like he'll he'll he you know he has a rookie go and sing a song which is like a great <laughs> culture building thing that all all pro football teams do mm-hmm. but it just the amazing way that he goes about reading it the most recent episode I'll spoil this for you but there's film of two like um there was a drill that they were doing where there was one that there there was a running back drill and mm-hmm. there was a running back with like a, one of those elastic bands ru- around his waist mm-hmm. and it was attached to another running back who's sitting who's like on the ground kind of on his knees stretching kind of something like that and the running back is like running away with it and the band snaps and it and it smacks the guy behind him <laughs> and and he just broke it down like they're watching film and it was the funniest thing you've ever seen and this is like in a team meeting and they're supposed to be talking about football and serious stuff and he breaks down this film and this guy gets smoked with an elastic band it was it's a great watch like it's great tv i'm very curious to see how it it translates to the football field. So yeah, I, I'm excited. And we'll we'll talk about this in a minute. But you know, the the young players on this team, bright future without question in Detroit. Yeah, absolutely. So we are going to um we're gonna move things along here. So let's talk a little bit about the Lions, not just the Lions, but the the entire division, the NFC North. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, do you think the Lions could be a, you know, put your Packers homership on the, on the shelf for a Mm -hmm. second. Do you think, I'm not saying they're going to win the division, but do you think that come, let's say post Thanksgiving, we'll call Mm -hmm. it. Do you think they could be playing some meaningful games post Thanksgiving? Absolutely. Yeah. I I don't think there's any question about that. I, I, um, they will be no worse than in third in the division. Uh, the bears are going to be the dumpster fire in the division. Uh, lions. I could see them winning anywhere from, um, you know, if all goes absolutely miserable for the team, you know, five wins, um, but they could realistically hit nine, 10 wins. I don't mm-hmm. think there's anything out of the question with that, especially when you look at their, their offense. Um, it's stacked. They've got yeah. a great O line. Uh, they got two good running backs. They got a, a loaded receiver room. Uh, if TJ Hawkinson can stay healthy and all Jared Goff has got to do is can, is manage the game. Um, you know, and then you're getting uh, their, their receiver Williams back um, by week four. Um, mm-hmm. They're going to be stretching the field vertically. Um, I don't think there's anything un, unreasonable to think that they're going to be um, 
you know, at least in the hunt for a wild card spot come the end of this year. You know, I'm going to say something and I'm going to go out on a limb. The Lions have the softest schedule for the first eight, nine weeks. I'm going to read you the schedule. Okay. uh, Eagles at home. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's, that's going to be, that'll be competitive. I'll say, Mm -hmm. let's say the Lions squeak out a win at home. Okay. Then they have commanders at home. Win. That's a win. Okay. The at Vikings. Okay. Tough divisional game. game. We'll give them a loss there. So they're two Mm -hmm. and one Seahawks at home. Win. Seahawks are rebuilding. That's a win. Okay. Geno Smith. You no confidence. Yeah. No confidence. <laughs> Zero confidence. Three and one. Seahawks are going to be the worst team in the league this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then at New England. Win. Win. Okay. Four and one. At Dallas. Ooh. Interesting. Okay. We'll give them a game. loss there. Four and two. Okay. okay. Dolphins at home. Tough give game. me the fucking Lions, man. Five Tough and two. Game. I have zero faith in the Dolphins whatsoever. Okay. Sure. Okay. So they don't play a competitive team like like a like a legit playoff team mm-hmm. until November sixth when they got the Packers at home. Mm-hmm. Okay. Be there at that game. Okay. You'll be there, cheering for the Packers, making you know things what? happen. Uh, Lions split with the Packers last year. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. We'll 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 sidebar there. <laughs> uh, it was a meaningless game. Rogers was uh, wearing street clothes in the second half, so <laughs> we we were there. It was a fun game to watch. The Lions the Lions won it. They barely squeaked it out against the mm. Packers backup. So we'll give them a loss there. Okay, five and three. Mm. Okay, at Bears, give me a dub. Win. Lions six mm. and three. Lions at Giants win. Give me a dub. Seven and three. Bills at Lions. That's a loss. They lost. lose 40 to 10. <laughs> <laughs> Eight and four. Jaguars at Lions. Win. Give me a dub. That's nine and four. Vikings at Lions. You know what? I'll Let's, say there's a split. That's a split. Okay. Give me the Lions at home. Nine and four or 10 and four. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lions at Jets. Win. Give me a fucking win. <laughs> That's 11 and four. Lions at Panthers. Okay, well, I'll, I'll give him a loss on that one. Baker Mayfield, Panthers, road game, mm-hmm. deep south. I mean, it's it's on Christmas Eve. Yeah, it'll be a close game. Yeah, fifty fifty. We'll give him a loss on that one. Bears, Bears at home. Another win. win. Okay, twelve and five. Mm-hmm. I don't think my math's right. I think it's eleven and five. Eleven and five. Lions at Packers. Last game of the year. TBD, by the way, because mm-hmm. they're thinking about flexing this one because it could mm-hmm. be interesting. We'll give them a loss at the Packers. Lions finish the season eleven and six. Yeah, it's not un. It's not unreasonable. It's not unrealistic that the Lions have a have a above ten win season this year, mm-hmm. and get a wild card spot. Mm-hmm. It is not unreasonable, whatsoever. Yep. Now, are we dealing with the Lions of old, where they find a way to fuck up a game? <laughs> I don't know. They we might. Could be. We might, but I think that the Lions have a very legitimate shot mm-hmm. at winning this thing this year. You know, 10, 10 11 wins and a playoff win. Mm-hmm. That would be the best season the Lions have had since they won the championship in the pre-Super Bowl era. <laughs> the best season ever. The expectations <laughs> are so low for this team that come I, I don't know it's doable it's and anybody doable. that anybody that's watched uh uh Aiden Hutchinson and Penny Sewell go at it 
and hard knocks has to be just gushing over that draft. Pick yeah, right dude. Now. Both of them. I mean, both of them were, were home run picks. We thought that was a great pick a couple mm-hmm. years ago. And then yeah. Hutchinson this year was a no brainer when the Jaguars fucked that up. So for sure. And then <laughs> you're going to get the best receiver in the draft coming off IR in like mm-hmm. November, fresh, ready to go legs under them. Mm-hmm. And man, that, that team could be interesting. That team could, by the way, um, you you watch you haven't seen so uh, the Rodrigo their their rookie linebacker that they got in like the sixth round or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, he's a stud. Mm-hmm. He might be their day one starter. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's they've started him, I believe, at the will li- will linebacker position. Mm-hmm. Every game in the preseason, he made the team. Um, he's he's a stud. Like I I watched yep. some of his film, and I don't typically. I don't when I watch football, I don't watch like the in- <laughs> it ran away from me. <laughs> I don't watch the interior guys that much, especially the defense. Like I'm not a defense guy, but like because they highlighted him on the hard knocks, I wanted mm-hmm. to check it out. And the dude is a stud. The way he reads defenses, I think he's gonna be scary good. Yeah. And I and I think they finally, you know, seeing them cut bait with some of these old draft picks like Gerard Davis and things like that Mm -hmm. at linebacker, who's been a complete underachiever moving in in a completely different direction. And and Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm so excited for them. The DBs are, are fine. Like they've got two solid corners. Um, Is that who's, who's that? uh, Is that Coleman that they have back at at free safety? Mm -hmm. Um, He's, he's good. Um, and then they, if Okuda plays up to over. his potential for yeah. crying out loud. Yeah. It, and I think it, it says a lot from, for him with, um, you know, the injuries that he's battled and reports coming out when they were having joint practices with the Colts where he was, he was supposedly getting cooked. Um, and then he comes out in the preseason game and ex- absolutely shuts it down, Yeah, you know, so a lot of positive things. And I think having like Aaron Glenn there, uh, who was a good, a very good DB back in his play day is, mm-hmm. is going to benefit him a lot. For sure. And uh, hopefully this will be uh, the year that he puts it all together. You know what impressed me the most about the Lions coaching staff? What's that? They, they have actively said through their actions, not through their words, because they mm-hmm. haven't said a word about this, but they've said through their actions, we don't give a fuck what the previous regime did. We don't care that you, Okuda, are a third a third overall pick yep. from the previous regime. We don't care. Yep. We're putting your ass out there, and you're playing preseason games to show us that you can play. <laughs> and to his credit, he's looked pretty good mm-hmm. in the preseason. So mm-hmm. um, we'll see what happens when uh, the starters roll out, and we'll see yeah. what he does against them. Um but so I, I'm this is a make this is a make it year for him. He's he's either going to be one of the bigger busts that the Lions have had in the last yeah. decade, which is saying a lot because there have been some um, or he'll show up if he's average. Yeah, I'd say that's a win. That's a, I, that's a win. Yep. Don't need so. don't need a, a, a damn Darryl Rivas. You know, yeah. you, you just need a guy that, that can hold down his side of the field and not give up the mm-hmm. big play over the top because he's going to have to, especially when you look at the division. Obviously, it helps not having Devontae Adams there, but you look at Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I, I guess Chicago's not real scary either, but uh, they're, Justin Jefferson in particular. <laughs> yeah, that's that's who's going to be matched up with, uh, against twice a year. So yeah, those Packers those Packers receivers aren't that scary either. No. But no. Um, <laughs> so speaking of which, let's let's take a look here real quick. We've we've talked a lot about the Lions, and we're going to brush over the Vikings and the um 
and the Bears because the Bears are trash and the Vikings are average. Um, uh, no, real quick on the Vikings, though. Uh, it's quite something. Jalen Rieger gets traded to to the Vikings today. Please the guy, elaborate on that whole situation because that's how hilarious. Great is that? uh, the, the, there's, there's video evidence of uh, in Justin Jefferson was continuing to fall throughout the draft a couple of years ago. It's a guy that I really wanted the Packers to trade up for. Um, and Eagles get on the clock. Vikings think, oh shit, Justin Jefferson's gone. <laughs> They've got video of the Eagles selecting Jalen Rieger and the entire Vikings organization laughing at them as they hand in their pick uh, to get Justin Jefferson immediately as they go on the clock. That's so, so funny. Uh, it, it, and that's not Jalen Rieger's fault, obviously. Uh, he's had high expectations, and every other receiver from that draft class has lived up and then some to uh, their billing. And Jalen Rieger has been awful, mm-hmm. awful for, for Philly. So it, it's it's funny that um, after these two years, the Eagles have given up on him, shift him off to uh, the team that took the best receiver in that draft class, the very next pick. Not only that, they, if it's a condition, it's a seventh round pick this upcoming year and a, and a conditional fourth, the following year, should that stand? The Eagles got more for Jalen Rieger, who has been awful than the Browns gave up to get Amari Cooper. It's insane to me. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> who decided this was a good idea? And, and Hey, is, I, Jay, I, is, is Rieger a bum? He's, he's looked every part of it. Now, again, he hasn't play, had great um, quarterback play yeah. uh, the last couple of years, but um, he hasn't looked good in the preseason. All reports say he's, he's played pretty well in practice, but it's not like the the Eagles have a um, dearth of talent. They're solid. You got to get AJ Brown there. Um, you know they've got some pieces there in Philly, but not at all out of the question that he should have at least been a factor, especially the last couple of years, and he has not shown up at all. So. It's something. I mean, maybe the Vikings see something, and maybe part of it's it's lack of depth. And obviously, with Adam Thielen getting up there in age, uh, taking the gambles probably you know worth it. Really, a seventh and a conditional fourth isn't awful, but it just blows my mind that that's more than Amari Cooper got traded for. Yeah, that's unbelievable. <laughs> okay, so just some food for thought. Lions are ten to one. Ten to one um, odds to win the division this year plus mm-hmm. 1000 um which is significantly better than the bears who are plus 1500 right now mm-hmm. but now here's the interesting thing before training camp lions were plus 2100 bunch of money came in on them a lot of money rolling in on the lions cuz of hbo okay a lot of people <laughs> taking a flyer on the detroit lions um packers are minus 190 vikings are plus 260 so you get about one to two odds with the Packers, about two to one odds with the Vikings and mm-hmm. 10 to one with the Lions. So, um, all right. Um, as mentioned prior, oh, before we get into that real quick, um, regular season win totals for the Lions, uh, we, we got to talk over under. Um, so let's see here. Uh, bu- 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 um, six and a half for the Lions. We both hammered the over on that. Hammered the over. <laughs> like, I'll be damned. Like, if okay, here's the thing though. Here's the thing. If I die on this hill with the Lions and they and they burn me on this, mm-hmm. I'm done. We're we're mm-hmm. done. Never again. Ever, ever, ever. That's we're, fair. We're, we we will bo- boycott the Lions from the show. If they win the Super Bowl, 
We will reinstate them. <laughs> Not going to talk about them. <laughs> but they are, they are, they're dead to me. If they don't win seven games this year, the Lions, you're fucking dead to me. <laughs> I think every, most people would agree. Although, uh, as a Lions, uh, most Lions fans, uh, they're ripe for punishment and they love to be disappointed. So, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, Bears, uh, six over under. What do under. you, what say you? Under. I'm on the under as well with the Bears. Um, let's go. Uh, Packers 11. Okay. Over. Well, let's break down the Packers schedule like we did the Lions. Yeah. Because I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So Packers at Vikings, first game of the year. Uh, it is a afternoon game. Uh, give me the Packers. Okay. Vikings. You like the Vikings in that one. Okay. The Vikings. Okay. Why? Because mm-hmm. nobody played in the preseason. <laughs> okay. The reason why I take the Packers, primetime game for Kirk Cousins. Don't trust yeah. him. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's it's just a 425 slot. It's an afternoon game, but like, yeah, eh. I think my, eh. my biggest concern uh, we've talked about, we we still got some guys coming back. We got Bach that's still not clear to play from all all that I've heard. Elgin Jenkins still isn't clear to play. Robert mm-hmm. Tanyan still not clear to play. And then, of course, like I said, no, no preseason reps. You know, we, we can talk about that all. We want. Oh, you know, it's not really important. But, you know, I think it is important at least to get a few drives in, especially that last preseason game to get yeah. everybody in sync and get get ready for live football. Um, practice against your own players where you're going half speed just doesn't do it. So, yeah. Um, uh, Packers are only one point favorites. Yeah. At the yeah, Vikings. I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if if mm-hmm. we lose and it's it's a rough loss. It, yeah. My my thoughts is it'll look a lot like uh, the Saints did. Uh, mm-hmm. Was that last year mm-hmm. where, where where we got the, the door, doors blown off and everybody's right now? And then the Buccaneers off. the year prior, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So so that's my thought. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And just a little context. So basically, the way that it works is that you get three points for being the home team. Mm-hmm. So if this game was played on a neutral, so Vegas thinks that, um, or at least DraftKings does, yeah, um, Vegas to. thinks that on a neutral field, the Packers are four point favorites. Mm. So, which is interesting. Um, but I, I could, I could see you making an argument to, to take the one point with the Vikings and roll with that. I mean, at mm-hmm. that point you might as well just take the money line, but, um, okay. So we'll, okay. We'll say loss. Okay. Then. Bears at home. Aaron Rodgers owns the win. Bears. They win by 40. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at Buccaneers. That's an interesting one. Especially being early in the season. Yeah. Worries um, me a little bit. Yeah. Give me the give me the Bucks. Packs packs one and two. I'll take okay. the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Patriots at home. Two and Packers. two. Yep. Mm-hmm. Giants at home. Three Packers. and two. Jets at home. What Packers. the fuck is this schedule? <laughs> <laughs> Packers. Four and two. Beating up um, New York. Yeah, dude, that's brutal. Um at Commanders, five and two. Mm-hmm. Um at Bills. It's a tough game. But that's a tough game. My thought that that's gonna be really for me. That's gonna be the deciding game is this team. That's a Sunday, Sunday night football game. Yeah. Prime time. So that, that's you're you're over a month in the season. Ideally, you've got your guys that have been on IR back in the lineup. To me, me, this Rogers. is yeah, me this Rogers. is this is the game. That's going to tell me, can this team go win a Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. If they fall on their face. They're fucked. Yeah. But um, I think the defense is going to be firing out on all cylinders at the time. Health permitting. I'm going to take the Packers in that game. Okay. Give me Rodgers. Uh, six and two, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, at, Li- or at Lions, win. Mm-hmm. Cowboys at home, win. Win. Okay. Titans at home. 
in November 17th. I'm going to take the Titans in an upset on that one. Okay. okay. You think by that that Malik, that point in the season, you think Malik Willis is getting any meaningful uh, game time? Malik Willis is going to be holding a clipboard the entire season. Whole Let's season, not huh? get that twist. Let's not think. He's a gadget guy. He's He will he. He, won he will the be a gadget job. guy for he will be a gadget guy for three years. Yeah, with his legs, it's possible. Yeah, hey, um, he, where, he where's that? Throws, um, man. It, what? He had some good throws in the preseason. Good throws. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> That's um, great. Better runs for sure. I, I have a drop for this. Hold on. Are you ready for this? Sit down. <laughs> so I need to find it for you. So Dumbass. That one. Nope. <laughs> Oh, it'd help if I have the volume up on that. Not bad for a running back. Yeah. 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 Not bad for a running back. Yeah. Because he's a running back. That's why. He's a running back wearing number seven and running for his life back. Okay. It's going to happen. When your coach coach pulls the the quarterback in the first preseason game Mm -hmm. because he's not throwing the ball, ball. he would would take a three step (laughs) drop and then take off like his ass was on fire. He's a running back, that bro. Was great. I, Let's I get used to it. Rabel Don't is. get me wrong. Like he's it's fun to watch. Yeah. Um, by the way, I got a little sidebar here. This has nothing to do with the NFL. But my hometown high school football team, mm-hmm. Gaylord, Michigan. Uh <laughs> they dropped down to eight man football about four years ago. Ooh. So that's it, it's interesting. Like mm-hmm. it's a different, it's a different game. It's it's the same game, but there's different like concepts and strategies yeah. and stuff. So it's interesting. And I have some old friends that still live up there and they have taken the liberty of creating a business to broadcast this stuff. And so they have like a YouTube channel. Yeah. Go shout out to Charles Strill and the boys up there. Pat O'Connor. Yeah. So um, you can check them out. It's next level broadcasting. And you can also check them out on, uh, I believe they're broadcasting the games on the St. Mary, the Gaylor St. Mary's uh, YouTube channel. Um, so you can go look that up, but eight man football, it was a really entertaining game. And I think the last I checked, uh, St. Mary's was pulling away, but, um, so they have a, uh, they have a, like a, a, a text line. So mm-hmm. like, I mean, the production value on this stuff for a, like a small town, Northern Michigan football game is mm-hmm. incredible. Like hats off to them because they've got, not only do they have the camera up in the booth, the broadcasters <laughs> with the headsets and stuff like that, mm-hmm. they have a field reporter, they have two cameras wow. on each gold line, and it's very well put together. Like, I'm not, like, it's really, really good. Small town Gaylord. Yeah, That's but awesome. they have a, a text-in hotline where you can, like, text in and stuff like that. And there was at one point where... So what happened was is that the, the, they're playing Central Lake tonight, and it, and it does look like they won. Um, so the central Lake quarterback is dropping back into like in his own end zone to throw a pass. Mm-hmm. And he like, and like the pr- play kind of breaks down and he gets tackled and he like throws a pass and the defensive lineman catches it and takes two steps and he's in the end zone, but the referee <laughs> calls a safety and everybody's confused. What? Like what the hell it goes? <laughs> so I texted him the program and I'm gonna pull out my phone cause I'm going to quote it. Um, because it's hilarious. Um, so basically what I what I said was I was like, what in the D8 Northern Michigan football fuckery is this shit? <laughs> and then you hear the guys like they see the text and they're laughing and they're live and they're trying not to laugh about it. 
<laughs> so shout out to the boys up in Gaylord, man. I, I love what you're doing up there. It's fun. It's it's high school football at its purest form That's because awesome. it's northern Michigan. It's D8. It's eight, man. It's a great product. <laughs> so I had to get that in there at some point. I don't even know where we're at in the show right now, but I just we're, we're we just talk Titans Packers. That's right. That's right. Because you got me on a tangent about that fucking quarterback. That's, you're welcome. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Pa- Titans in an upset. Okay. Tannehill's still on the field. They haven't given the ball to the running back yet. Not bad for a running back. So <laughs> the, okay. So eight and three, I think mm-hmm. we called it. Okay. Packers Sounds at right. Eagles, nine and three. Win. Packers at Bears, 10 and three. Win. Rams at Packers. Love it. That's going to be a great game. That Another game. primetime game. That looks mm-hmm. like it may be a Monday nighter. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I fully anticipate that there'd just be a, all-out defensive slugfest. It's going to be awesome. So, low scoring. I'm going... Where's it at? It's at Lambeau, isn't it? Lambeau. Packers by three. Okay. Uh, 10-4 and four Packers, right? 10-3. Mm-hmm. That ain't right, but we're We're, we're somewhere on. in there. Packers at Dolphins. <laughs> give me the Packers. Christmas Day game. Uh, give me the Packers. Okay. Vikings at Packers. Give me the Packers. Yeah. yeah, so we're, we're I'm honestly like yeah. on paper I see like 14 and 3, 13 and 4. Mm-hmm. Like the it's Which pretty is consistent with where the, they've been at. Yeah. So I think I realistically first uh first overall in the conference mm-hmm. is very realistic. Um they really they really they have one difficult game out of conference and that's the Bills or out of out of division rather mm-hmm. at Bills. That's their toughest game of the year. Yeah. And like you said, if they win that game, we'll know a lot about this team. Yep. So yep. I, don't, um, I don't think the the Bucks game gives us a fair, you know, being that early, especially, but that Bills yeah. game is going to be for sure. Be it. Yep. So, okay. That moves on. So I, I think it's, I, I'm comfortable with the over on the Packers. Yeah. 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 Hammer what's the your, over. Uh, what's your final standings? Um, I, I don't need win losses, but how do you think the, the division shakes out? Packers, I'm gonna make Packers it. First. I'm gonna make it interesting. Okay. I'll say. I'll say Packers, Lions, Vikings, Bears. I love it. Okay. I love it. And I'm going out on a limb there because I think the the general consensus would be flip flopping like the Lions mm-hmm. and the Vikings. But I, yeah, I will. I like being interesting. I also for the show. The, yeah, I picked the Commanders <laughs> to win that division, and now looking at that schedule. Eh, it's not gonna happen. It's, Cow- it's Cowboys. It's gonna be it's Cowboys late. and Eagles in Week 18 fighting it out. So, um, never forget. All right.